Hi, I'm Chuck. And Deb. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the, the Chuck, Chuck and Deb, Deb Show. We are so grateful and thankful that you have joined us today. And we've got a very, very special guest with us today. Some of you may know her from the movies. It is, ladies and gentlemen, Demi Moore. Go ahead, Demi. Hi. How are you, everybody? So the Chuck and Deb Show is all about the truth behind the motorcycle mystique and the inspiring real-life stories that will help you discover your purpose, find true freedom, and define your, your destiny. destiny. So, um, with the pre-ride safety briefing behind us, oh, Chuck, pre-ride safety yep, briefing. it's time right. to kick stands up and let the good times, times roll. roll. All right. So today's show is brought to you by Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy from Colorado Springs and Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. So if you are looking for a cutting edge education and instruction from the industry's leading methodology in both cut and color, then you need to contact Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy right now to seek enrollment information into the highly sought after career of hairdressing so we also want to thank sandy chandler for being a continued supporter and sponsor and it's also important to let people know that we still have sponsorship positions open so if you're interested in becoming a part of the chuck and deb show and want to help support us we would appreciate if you give us a call we'll talk about that later absolutely so so demi yes demi Moore. we have demi Moore, ladies and gentlemen you've got to be absolutely astounded that the chuck and chuck and deb show could bring demi more on to the show today. Well, I've always been a motorcycle enthusiast, Chuck, so I'm so grateful that you've asked me to join you today. Do you remember uh, when we dated in high school? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It was the best time ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, we are pulling your leg. That is Deb. Of course, you probably have known that. Dimming more, unfortunately. Couldn't my, join us. I'm really sad about that. Uh, not able to be here today, but Deb is, so I'm happy about that, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Well, as you can tell, I'm a little under the weather. I've been struggling with the local allergies slash strep throat, laryngitis, whatever you want to call she it. She doesn't even know what it is. She goes to the doctor the other day, and he says that it's maybe a virus, and she, here she is still tagging along the line that it's a allergy, seeing how she gave it to me at three o'clock in the morning on, on Sunday. On, was Sunday. it Sunday? Oh my goodness. I know, but I've been fighting this since Friday. So what's the deal with that? Oh, so you just had to give it to me at three in the morning, 3 a.m. You know, love shares. Well, what can I right. say? It's not quite right. <laughs> it's not quite right. Well, whatever. You're over it already and I'm still fighting this shit. So, you know, what I thought was interesting about it is because I did get, I was sort of ill uh, Friday night and it had no, nothing to do with your illness. And, uh, you know, that lasted a little bit. And then sat, and Friday you came home and you came home ill because I couldn't make it to work and you took over. Yeah. But you came home with this whatever crud that you've got. And then, you know, Saturday you're the same way. And what what was it day? Was it Saturday or Sunday that we decided that you needed to get fixed? Yeah, I think it was Sunday because Friday I came home with a sore throat and you did. You were not feeling up to par, so you stayed home for the day. And uh, I came home with a sore throat. It didn't end after many home remedies some Saturday, come Saturday. And so Saturday I did, again, more of my stuff that I normally do to kind of get over it. And it didn't really help too much. So therefore, by Sunday and you waking up Sunday night, it's like, okay, something's got to give. This is just a day of really terrible days. So I imagine right now her voice is irritating to you as it is to me. <laughs> yeah, right. Thanks a lot. And many of you would like hope that your wife or significant other had the same ailment as I did and not talk as much. I'm that's, sure. That's right. I did have somebody mention that to me. He said he was going to, he asked Deb to come over to his house so his wife could catch it. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, you know, we went out and, uh, you know, we why are we doing the show if Deb's feeling this way? Well, because we have a commitment to you. Um, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make sure that we fulfill our commitment and be here for you the mu as, as much as we possibly can. But going back that was saturday i said deb you've got to get this fixed and there's only one way i know to get that fixed do you remember what that was i do it was tequila 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 <laughs> i don't know why but i always have this thought that if you go drink tequila you can knock that out it's versus one of those
those hotty toddies. That's more of a girly drink. But let's go out and have a tequila. And she actually was like all for it. Oop, oop, let's go. <laughs> so we went down to one of our favorite places here in town. We'll give them a little shout out. And uh, that's Speaks Clam Bar. Absolutely. They're the best. And uh, they have a fantastic happy hour if you've never been there. So you want to check them out. And they but, have a great spicy margarita. So I thought Oh, yeah, that, Fresno. A Fresno margarita. And so I thought for sure that spicy margarita plus a shot might be all the cure well guess what we did two of those margaritas and the shot and i still ended up the next day not feeling a whole lot better oh oh, but still that day your voice i know you've been faking it this whole time anyway so but your voice (laughs) your your voice actually got really good after the shot speaks and after the shot shot, and eric there he's a fantastic bartender all the bartenders there quite honestly are fantastic and we can name them all because they've been very good to us (laughs) we've got tracy we've got yeah don colin don is called yep colin's another great one they're they're all great fantastic bartender and the food is fabulous there and as i mentioned and i want to brag too much about them because this is not the speaks deb show (laughs) show. it's the chuck and deb show but they are really good and we do go there uh, every so often because we really do enjoy the food and most importantly their happy hour so anyway eric says hey you know deb says what's one of your good tequilas so he pulls out tell us about uh fortaliza fortaliza i believe that's the way you pronounce it f-o-r-t-a-l-e-z-a and he brought that out and he told us a little bit about it how they do it the old-fashioned way and actually what they'll do is to some of the distributors and the bartenders is if they'll pay their way out there to Jal- I can't say the right, right name of the name of the town Jalalees I don't know Mexico that the that the rest of it's all taken care of and he even mentioned something about they have a a party in a cave where you get to drink all the tequila you want imagine that for a whoa, second whoa. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm there so anyway so we went for it and uh, we paid. Pretty good price for yeah, some shots did. of tequila. We're not going to mention it because it's sort of embarrassing. Not really. No, it was fun. <laughs> so we did it, and it was absolutely fantastic. Excellent. So uh, again, I mean, you know, here we are freely promoting a brand, but they were. It's really, really good. It was really good. You could actually just sip this very easily. Uh, we didn't shoot it or anything. No, we just sipped it and enjoyed it. So, and I watched my voice go from what you hear today to almost a clear voice. It was really amazing, but it is so smooth. And uh, the one thing I continue to remember that Eric emphasized is it's stone ground. Yes, it's stone still ground. stone ground. So that was an important part of the tequila process that they've kept on. And I, I love that about that. Yeah. Just had a really uh, great time there, and uh, it worked out for me because all I really wanted to go do was go out have a drink. I really didn't care about her voice well, and, at all. And the fish dip. That's the other thing that's an important part <laughs> that's of that true, That's true. I had to have my uh, fish dip uh, fix. If you don't know what fish dip is, a lot of people don't know. I didn't know until one time we took a bite bike ride i think that All was with, with the, the bike ride was that the with the hog chapter or the american chapter. legion it was, it was probably i think the hog chapter and the american legion we've been there a both. couple of different different times but the first time we went i think it was with the hog chapter and we went to the freezer up in um home assassins yeah oh and Fabulous so they're known area. for their fish dip and i didn't know what fish dip was uh, but i found out and this fish dip at clams is just as good and it's just nice to have it real local here. So hopefully we'll get somebody from uh, Speaks to come on board and tell us a little bit about it. Maybe they want to sponsor us. So for those of you so that are them. local that may want to take a nice, very long, all day kind of road trip, if oh, yeah. you will, on the, ro- the rides yeah. to the freezer. And not and only that, as a home assassin, you got to love it up there. A, a place that we call very near and dear to our heart is the Crystal River Home Assassin area because we absolutely love the riding there oh, and we love the atmosphere. It's just kind of, we come from a mountain country of Colorado. Colorado. And so it's kind of the mountains of Florida, if you will. And it was just beautiful. Uh, if I could almost uproot and transplant there without anything else, I would certainly go there. And I think we've talked about oh, that. Oh, yeah, I've but, talked about it a couple times. Uh, then then uh, after we traveled through Leesburg again, I would even consider uh, Leesburg. <laughs> right around the lake up there. It looked beautiful. Uh, so many beautiful places. So if you need a place to ride to, um, definitely check connect out the freezer. with us. If you haven't been to the freezer, the do the freezer. We'll try to put something up online. Try to remember to do that, Deb. We and certainly we'll will. Love the freezer. About the freezer. Hey, look at all this free promotion everybody's getting. Yeah. 
absolutely. <laughs> so that's we, all right. That's that's what we like to do. We like to make sure that the places that we go to and we enjoy, we want to share them with you. Share them, yeah. And then you can say, hey, listen, we heard about you on the Chuck and Deb show. Now, we heard the last time to the freezer. I just want to talk about this real quick because the last time to the freezer, we were up there for a long weekend. We decided to actually stay and ride the, the Crystal River area. Was that an anniversary? It may have been a year ago, however. So we met this couple and what was it? Where was the couple from? Was it Plant City? I think was the area. And so even at this point, they have invited us out for different rides that they go on with a particular group. And uh, I just want to kind of give a shout out to them because, you know, as a riding community, we stick together and we connect in ways that you would never, ever imagine. And so that's what we're well, really trying well, to bring together. Well, that's actually a story there in and of itself, because when you go to the freezer, one of the things you're going to encounter is a line. (laughs) If you're like me, you don't like lines, well, just get over it for a second because the food will well be worth it. And they've got crab legs too, right? Absolutely. That's one of the big things. Anyway, tons of great food up there. That's right. But anyway, you are going to encounter lines. Why? Because the food is great and the people go there often. So what happened was, is you have a story about that. (laughs) Yes. And that's how we got to know these nice folks. Well, you know, in that particular area in the summertime, um, storms can come in from time to time. And so the idea is, is there's some outside seating, there's some indoor seating. And a little bit about that is that a storm was coming in that particular afternoon. So everybody from outside was migrating inside and we were still in line for food to, to even begin our order. And so this, this table was kind of half seated. And, uh, I happened to ask them as Chuck kind of took my place in line after we got everything situated. And I asked, uh, several people sitting there I said are these particular two seats taken and they said no you're welcome to have them so again you just kind of sit wherever there's a seat and you talk to whoever's there and they happen to be other motorcyclists that didn't ride that day however they came up from the plant city area just for the food at the freezer. So it was a a really cool experience. Just, you know, the thought of just driving an hour to an hour and a half for shrimp and fish dip is pretty unusual, but I thought it was pretty cool that this couple, and then again, we got to know them a little bit more. And they, were, and they had somebody else with them, their sister did. or something. They had, they had a, a friend that they brought along with them that was bringing food they back home. They loved the place. And uh, yeah, just what, brag yeah. about it too. Yeah. So it was really a cool experience to get to talk to them. And then again, we've stayed in touch and contact. And unfortunately, we haven't been able to ride together yet. But there's a, there's a continued invitation between the two of us to ride together and go explore new places as riders. Yeah. So really cool things. A lot have been, been going on with us outside of you being sick and mm-hmm. You know, I'm starting to think they can hear you on the mic here, all that deep breathing, that wheezing stuff. And I probably have a little bit of it, too, because this time of year, the pollen just absolutely nails me. But that's just the way it is here in Florida. I think as uh, especially motorcyclists, we understand how it is this type of year, especially if you do have allergies. Yes, so for sure. So and again, we live kind of on a waterway area. So in addition to just not being out, you know, to being outdoors, riding and being out in that outdoor environment and dealing with some of these physical things, which again, is kind of comes with the territory. We live on a lake that's been a little bit overgrown. And what we're experiencing now is that a lot of that cottonwood is blowing in as things bloom and and spring comes to happen to Florida. You know, we're experiencing a much more cottonwood, which is one of my most um, difficult allergies to deal with, which goes back to childhood. Oh, in, really? in Alaska, First I'm hearing about it. in Alaska, we had uh, we lived we lived in Alaska. My dad was stationed More there. We're faking it, I think. And uh, we had this cotton bush out front, and my mom could not figure out what was going on with me. Every time there was a, a seasonal bloom of that cotton and that's when my they finally discovered that i was allergic to the cottonwood whatever (laughs) let's move on here because i don't believe it i think she's faking it most of the time i even think she can face the fake the wheezing in her throat in her lungs she's gotten really good at it over the years anyway there's been a lot going on we're running out of time before we have to go to the sponsors (laughs) and uh We've had still a lot happening. We reported last week about uh, our daughter moving out, and that's officially happened as of yesterday. Yesterday. So we are officially empty nester bikers. Minus a half a cat. We still have a cat. Yeah. Yeah. We still have the cat here for one more night. One more night. And we'll enjoy her time. She, she's pacing. She's a little bit worried about it. All the things that she's used to seeing yeah. uh, aren't in the regular places. And uh, But she's going to be home soon. And so that'll be changed. So we are finally going to be the empty nester motorcycle crew. <laughs> crew that you want to listen to. Motorcycle club, motorcycle riders, whatever works for you. 
works for us. So we're excited to kind of experience that next journey because as you know, you know, there's many times in their, their process of coming and going that comes and goes. And now we know that this is very much a final step for her. So she will be gone and um, it's not just far bittersweet. away. It's just what it is. It so, is what it is. So here we go. We're going to turn you right over to the sponsors. Please stay tuned because we've got really something in store for them, don't we, Deb? We do. So as we mentioned earlier, we've got some limited sponsorship openings right now. To If you are interested in advertising in a whole new way, we offer an on-air through our radio station as well as website advertising um, to name a few but we also have some products and services that we're looking to start to review too so if you have anything that you would like us as the chuck and deb show to review please feel free to call the chuck and deb show at area code 941-216-ROCK r-o-c-k which is 7625 on your phone so be sure and call us at 941-216-ROCK Seven six two five or rock. Um, just those of you that are joining us for the first time this segment, we want to bring you a couple of of the events that are kind of been in our mindset that maybe we had some live Facebook videos and things. But if you haven't heard us on the radio, we wanted to be sure and bring them to you. So the first thing is the Angry Rooster Bike Night, which we attended on March twenty first. Yeah, it was a was pretty, pretty amazing nice. event by the West Coast Florida Riders. Yeah, that was our first uh, introduction to the West Coast for the writers yeah and uh, seem like a very nice group of people and they have very have a very very active facebook page so yes, you might want to go out and much. check them out on facebook west, west coast, coast florida writers west coast and, florida writers um, check they them be- out they believe that no party is like a west, west coast, coast party. party and so and we could vouch for that being that's at right. the angry a, rooster that night it was a great time and they've got another event coming up on april 18th we want to be sure and talk about that so and we're hopeful that we might try something a little bit different there so we're not gonna make any promises here on the radio but if you're there please be sure and look for the chuck and deb show is all yeah, i would ask we'll for say. so we'll have hats on we'll have logo and merchandise on we gotta make be some sure connections check, us, check with us but um you know they're kind of known for their custom trophies some excellent bands and i have to vouch for that that was, band an was very good I, wish I didn't have the name last time when i posted it up i I, uh, I wish i had it now and i apologize but we definitely enjoyed the great food and the friends we met some friends along the way and friends that um, we hadn't met yet before so i'm excited about the next one upcoming on april 18th it's it's from 6 to 10 p.m so please be feel, feel free to join us at the, the angry, angry Rooster roosters on state road, state 70. road 70 right off of the interstate right west the of the interstate, interstate. so a lot of people getting boosts from the Chuck and Deb show. Absolutely. Lots of love going out. So <laughs> That's what we, want, um, we also wanted to talk just briefly. We had a little bit of time in Daytona for those of you that joined us. Um, we didn't talk too much about our Airbnb experiences. So that was a first for us. Um, we both kind of felt like it was a good experience, but yet we're, we not, so, I, no, but we're not so sure we would do it again. It was um, an interesting mix we were it was staying quite different it was, it was it was a different experience the thing about it was that uh, and i like to interrupt deb the thing <laughs> the thing about it was is what was interesting is the guy that we rented the place from uh he was a biker that's so right. that, that did make it a little bit more interesting i would say that he was actually part of a club I won't say what club. I wanted to get a chance to interview him. He didn't uh, feel comfortable he wasn't about open about that. Not about his club that he was part of, but it was a club in that local area, and we were in the Deland area. Right, that's where we stayed in Deland, and uh, it was all right. I mean, we stayed out basically back on the somebody's lanai that was redone, right? Right, it enclosed as an actual Florida room or a real room. And so the nice thing about it is, a being a biker, he totally understood. He did our, understand everything. Our desire to have our motorcycles close to us and protected, and the ability to kind of connect them to the tender. Yeah, tender. And you know, there were lots of um, biker type things that we deal with as bikers that he was very sensitive to. So I appreciated that aspect of it versus somebody that had no clue about what a biker really cares about. And he showed us his bike and he bikes and he had some some really nice bikes. One of them I really caught my eye and it was a fabulous bike. So it was really neat in that respect. But when we go back to the Airbnb, yeah, I don't know. Anybody (laughs) heard of uh, hidden cameras? Just right. things like that. You got to be curious when you go out like that. I mean, who knows? Maybe that happens in hotels too. I have no idea. You just don't know. But again, it's kind of, um, you know, I guess you have to be particular and 
have the experience and just learn from that kind of what the next step is as far as for what your your experience is. But we've got different ideas of travel in the future. And so we'll be sure to share them with you as that comes. And I'm so I hope you guys are enjoying having Demi Moore here with us because I like having Demi here. I, I love Deb, of course, but Demi, you know, you've got to love having Demi Moore on the Chuck and Deb show. And of course, I'm kidding. It's a joke, everybody. So we next wanted to kind of move into a couple of upcoming events. So the a couple of things that we think are we're going to get to and make sure that we bring to you as well is the University Bike Night at Scarpinos. We haven't attended that. We haven't been to that one, so that's going to be a new one. And what's that Thursday, April eleventh? April is just around the corner, so it'll be later this week, and we'll be sure and uh, attend that one. And it's the band they're going to have, which I thought was pretty cool, is the Ellie Lee Band. And they they advertised well, actually. Now why did you think that was cool and we didn't get the other band's name? I don't know because I just didn't hear, you, hear you, them. Probably just because you like the Ellie Lee or something. Uh, probably so. Um, and again, we're kind of familiar with that area because we lived there prior to this the particular place we live now. And so they're going to have some cool raffles, and I know that they've got lots of space for you to be able to showcase your motorcycle. So if you haven't been to the University Bike Night at Scarpino's. Be sure and come out. And what exactly is Scarpino's? It's an Italian I restaurant. Say, I thought it would be all right. Yeah. An Italian restaurant. Yeah, I don't think we can you go can wrong there. You can relate to that. No, absolutely not. So be sure and come first, out yeah. this Thursday, April 11th, starting at 6 p.m. for a great time at Scarpino's. That sounds like a good time. And what, a Thursday. Okay. Yep. Is so that next a week from our A week from coming. our show. So we're airing today, Wednesday. Uh, and we don't like to timeline things, but a week from Tom- today. No, uh, tomorrow. A week and a day. Hello. A week from tomorrow. No, it's tomorrow. Where are uh, you off? Uh, and we've got an anniversary and birthday coming up, but I don't we even do. know when that's going to happen. I might that's miss okay. that as Let's well. Let's worry about that later. So that's tomorrow. Tomorrow. Everybody will see yep, you there tomorrow. We'll see you there tomorrow. So I really can't keep track of my days. Then again, kind of moving toward the end of the month is another big event in our local state is the Leesburg Bike Leesburg. Fest. Yeah. Um, and that's scheduled to be April 26th through the 28th. So it's the, they're known as the world's largest three-day motorcycle and music event. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, they got 30 blocks. And it is, when you go down there, the people are lined up. Well, just like about any bikes, not every bike well, event. Well, sort but, of, kind of, but you know, yeah. But Leesburg is a little bit different. You got it people is. lined up on the street just sitting there watching all the bikers go by and all the different things happen. That's why I always tell you, if you've never been to a bike event, you've go. Got to go. You've got to go. You're going to have a great time whether you have a bike or not. Maybe by the time you end, leave the event, you're going to want a bike. Yes, absolutely. All right. But look, Listen, check out a motorcycle event, check out a biking event, check out one of these things because you're you're just going to go there and, and see really what the motorcycle mystique is all about. You're going to find out that we're not all bad people. All right. You're going to find out yet yeah, there's a lot of crazy people out there. And that's a good thing because that's what makes the world go around. But at the same time, you're going to have a blast. And these people are good people out there doing good things for good people. And that's what we're going to show you as we continue to move forward with our show, because you're not, you know, a lot of people don't understand really what the motorcycle cycle community gives back to their communities absolutely because so, you're not if you're not involved you really don't know you don't know and we want to help That's people true. know we're going to share with you for sure so a couple of other things about leesburg bike fest is there's over 55 plus concerts 200 plus vendors which i think is pretty amazing i didn't know that until i looked into that a little earlier there are stunt shows and so much I mean, more i mean it it's really is a full packed event packed you know? yeah i can't and wait we're gonna to try go. to get up there i don't know exactly how things are gonna work out we, we just haven't planned it yet well in its I, entirety I, oh I, you, what you're trying to do some planning without me no i've tried to plan but it's not really working well because planning's not there it's but it's it anyway it is what it is and i really oh. don't want to camp uh we've done that i don't feel like camping after the last event it wasn't bad at thunder by the bay but, but i you know ugh. it's not the most refreshing at our yeah, point I mean, in life yeah you know ac is a real preference <laughs> so we'll keep you posted as we develop those plans for bike fest go ahead and call sure. me whatever names you want to call me i'm all right with that see hey we're on the air oh, i know i know what'd I you know. say nothing yeah i didn't think <laughs> <Okay>. you said anything <laughs> I'm probably right there with you, Chuck. So anyway, we just wanted to And you were talking about a cat, weren't you? Woo, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. So um, in regard to that, we want to talk lastly about... Sorry, my voice is starting to go. Can you imagine that? Well... Demi, hello. So um, with Demi back here with you, I want to be sure and talk about the Minnesota Harley Owners Group. Um, They've got a whole lineup of different things that you can attend if you're in the local area. 
is um, they've got a Thursday ride scheduled with Jim, a Wednesday ride scheduled, uh, Saturday rides. What were they going? Hold on. I was like, you're trying to fly I'm through this to stuff. trying to fly through it. So what's going on? They've got a ride to uh, Holly. Holly's Quarter Cup Ca- Cafe. Okay, that's what, on tomorrow. On Wednesday, yep. On Thursday, they're going to the that's, Sunset oh, I, that's, that Grill. That was actually today. That was earlier was a good today. 50. So that was that was today. That was the right. one. So we missed that one. So tomorrow, yep. Thursday, they're going to uh, they're Sunset going to Ruskin. Grill. All right. Yep, which is they're and actually. So where are they going out of? Where do they meet out of? They're meeting from the Cracker Bell in the Bradenton area. Okay, so everybody knows the Cracker Barrel next to the old uh, Harley Davidson, um, right? Manatee River over there. Yep. And that's Thursday. And On then Saturday, there's an officers, officers meeting, meeting, a ride planning meeting. Everyone is welcome. So if you haven't been to that. And then there's uh, a ride got, that looks, uh, what, Saturday? Yep. Heading Arcadia? out to Arcadia. So another great ride. Ice cream ride. place they're going yeah, for. Yeah, going for some fun there. And then finally, let's see, they're doing a, lots of great events with the Humane Society. Well, you missed the tax. The dealer is doing a special off for tax relief. I think I can't remember how much they're giving off, but for tax relief, you're able to save on certain licensed items, I believe. Um, so Deb's ha- having some problems. She wants to be more like Demi Moore every day. So that's on Saturday uh, where they're giving some tax relief over there at Rossiter's. So you might want to check them out and save a little bit of money on taxes. And also you'll be able to do a blood drive there. So if you want to give some blood, be able to help out with that, that would be fantastic. Man, they've got a lot going on. They're a busy group. It's a sure. uh, humane society also at the dealer. Uh, so it looks like a lot is happening. And then to finish it up on Sunday, there's a ride out to the River, River Rats, Rats Cafe. Cafe. And I don't know where that is uh, in Nobleton. But it looks oh, like a 125 cool. mile so that's an hour up, ride. That's up north then. So if okay. you're definitely interested in a long ride, that, that sounds that's like a pretty good ride. Go. Actually, yeah, you're going to be agree. working, so I might do that one. Yeah, <laughs> I probably am. So that's the Minnesota Hog Chapters events and calendar for the and upcoming that's week. Minnesota, yes, absolutely. And then um, the other plug we wanted to give was a lo- local riding group that we ride with is the Legion Riders Group. And again, um, Thursday, April 11th was kind of a paramount event well, going actually, on for yeah. them. Well, actually, not quite for them, I don't think. But there, there's actually an event that's going on. It's an exhibit reception at 10, 10 a.m. on Thursday. So that's tomorrow, if I got my dates right, April 11th. 10 a.m. at the library downtown in Bradenton. And this uh, reception is about World War One. And what's interesting is, is they've actually got something that they say that they're including the Kirby Stewart post. Yeah. So that's our local American Legion. That's who we're uh, members with uh, that'll be down there. So what they're requesting is everybody get out and attend this. Go out and check out that exhibit, exhibit reception at 10 a.m. tomorrow, Thursday. Uh, it's a World War One At the Central Library downtown in Bradenton. So you do not want to so miss that it, event. It's going to be pretty cool. I mean, they're promoting it pretty big. They really want to see at least 100 people attend. So we wanted to be sure that we got the, the message out. So get out there. Go look. There's a lot of you guys retired out there that are listening right now. So get out there. Go tomorrow morning. Help support you know, a little bit of history, a little bit of the the vets that are out there and go out there and check this out at the, the library downtown at 10 a.m. You're going to love it. So to kind of wrap this segment up, what we want to talk about is um, someone that we met when we were in Daytona. It's actually called a group called Kill 22. And so, Chuck, if you will, actually, I'm wearing what I refer to as my honor ring and they call it the honor ring. And that's a salute for those who serve. Now here's a little bit more information about the 22 kill honor ring. It's a black band again, that I wear very proudly on my index finger as a silent salute to all veterans and first responders past and present. So the honor ring is not simply a fashion statement. It's a symbol of respect and support. And so this is an organization that we've been very proud of. We did a, if you haven't had a chance to visit our Facebook page and catch that live, but also um, go out to the Chuck and Deb show and check that out because our hearts kind of just melted when we met them and fell in love with their passion and desires. So, and then we did an interview. So you want to check that out and then we're going to go ahead and follow it up here. Um, you can go out to 22kill.com to learn more about it. And it is a veterans organization organization to help for the mental ill. Um, and, uh, we're going to leave it with this. It's, we're going to go ahead. We've got a little, um, I guess if you will, let's call it a public 
service announcement or an audio clip that we found from them that i think uh you all will be interested in describes who they are absolutely and so we're gonna go ahead and and do that and we'll be right back stay tuned okay everybody we appreciate you what is my purpose now what do i do now the only focus i had was thinking about how not worth it i am to go on living how i'm a burden to my family and the people that love me the most My whole goal is to be a Marine. You don't have triumph without tragedy. On September 20th, 2004, we were in a place called Dulab, Iraq. We hit a triple stack tank mine. It was pressure plate ignited, and it was a significant explosion. I knew midair that this was very bad. My first thought was, Please don't take me in front of my Marines. Don't let my brothers watch me die. I had over 50 operations and I had uh, over 20 blood transfusions. Throughout my time of recovery and coming off of medication and fighting addiction, I learned that physical pain reminds you you're alive, but mental pain tests your will to stay that way. I struggled with suicidal ideation every day. This was the most wounded, still is. It's not my prosthetic or my left leg or my left arm, it's my mind. 22 kills started in 2012 after a study came out by the VA stating that 22 veterans die by suicide every day on average. That number has since gone down. One is too many at the end of the day, no matter what anyway. I've buried 29 of my personal friends who've died by suicide. Our hyper-focus is on all things mental wellness. Programs that are both traditional and non-traditional. The form of non-traditional would be, for example, our Camp Bahala program, where we have weekend retreats for warriors and first responders and their families. They ultimately saved my life. The fundamentals of being in the military and being a veteran is where our connection is. We're all human, and humans have suffering. We meet you where you are to heal the fractured parts of you. We're all in it together, and we're all gonna fall short. It's okay to not be okay. The only time you grow is when you're uncomfortable. So get uncomfortable and start talking about the hard things, because that's when change is made. When you're able to change your mindset, to empower yourself, to want to not only live, but live well, it's like a phoenix rising out of the ashes, and you get to live in this beautiful, beautiful place where you feel so much freedom because you're not worried about what society is telling you to think and do. You get one shot, one shot at this thing called life. We might as well fly through it in a beautiful way. We thank our men and women, our service men and women for all that they do. For more information about 22Kill, the services they offer and ways to help, visit 22kill.com. Hi, I'm Chuck. And uh, and welcome back. We hope that you enjoyed that segment in regards to 22Kill. And, uh, you know, there's a lot going on with that organization, and they are highly supported uh, by the motorcycle community, and we hope that you will help to support them as well, even if you're not part of the motorcycle community. Yet. So (laughs) I just want to make sure and mention that they do have a support line available of 1-800-273-8255. And this is if you're in crisis or need someone to talk to right away, please reach out to them at 1-800-273-8255. Or uh, if nothing else, at least text message them at 838-255. Again, text message is 838-255. And the phone number is 1-800-273-8255. And the reason we're so compassionate about that is because we're veterans. We're, we're not veterans ourselves, but yet we're children of veterans. And I've seen it in living proof. My dad is a Vietnam veteran, two tours of Vietnam, and I've watched him go through what he's gone through. And I've lived through as a child what he experienced in some of the horror and the terrors and the, you know, the the um, night trauma that he's dealt with in nightmares. So I haven't experienced it personally, but I have experienced it personally in a lot of different ways as a family member. So please reach out to those that can help you. And let's give back to those who have actually sacrificed everything for our freedoms, okay? Absolutely. So let's all do our part and make sure that we're participating and helping those veterans so that they too can get back to what we might all call call what's a normal life. But what is a normal Normal life? life. I agree with that. So what's normal? But the one thing I love about the 22 Kill program is they have this um, 
specific program called the Wind Therapy Program. And this is to help veterans reconnect through the motorcycling community by receiving their endorsement and attending a motorcycle safety um, basic riders course. And I think why I'm so passionate about it, Chuck, is because I am a coach yep, for yep, the basic are, yep. riders coach program through the Motorcycle Safety Foundation, as well as the Harley Davidson program. And um, what what I think is fascinating about the riding community, very similar to the military community, is there is this bond among riders, which is very similar to the bond among military folk. And, you know, we give the hand wave, we uh, give the nod or whatever the case may be, but we've got a camaraderie that is like none other in many communities out there because we have this commonality of riding motorcycles. And I think that makes us unique in many ways, but also a brotherhood of uh, more than what you would imagine as a motorcycle enthusiast. So I really don't have anything to add to it, you know. <laughs> Um, you know, I don't know where you're going with it. So, well, you know, I've caught you off guard, which is unusual, but the wind therapy program through the, um, 22 kill program is specifically for veterans. And we're going to share a little bit more about that with you. But what I think is impressive to me is I do teach for a local Harley Davidson dealer. And if you're interested as a veteran to learn more about that, concept of writing or becoming part of the writing community, I'm going to ask you once more to reach out. If I get enough support, I will certainly plead, beg, borrow, and steal if I can my personal time with our local Harley dealer to provide this course to you. And again, our number is area code 941-216-ROCK or 7625. I'd love as a coach, I will be happy to volunteer my time, my weekend, um, 20 plus hours to help coach the program for you because I believe so strongly in the community of military as well as the riding community that I would love to do that for you. So please reach out to us at the 921-216-ROCKS or 7625 and let us know that you're interested in participating in the wind therapy program. And in addition to that, I will reach out to the 22 kill program and let them know that I'm willing to offer that as a service and, in my local area. And you sort of free. did that when we met with the organization when we were at Daytona and they were very nice. Again, you want to check out that interview on our Facebook page. Um, it, it's not highly professional, uh, but it, it it, it uh, actually goes out there and shows a little bit about what they are about, and we appreciate uh, what they're doing. And I hope you're hearing what Deb's talking about here. What she really wants to do is volunteer her time. If Harley-Davidson and I guess it would be Rossiter is who you work with right now, if there is enough support, I don't know what that number is. I guess that would be up to Harley-Davidson and maybe Rossiter. Maybe it's five, maybe it's ten, maybe it's six people. And if there's uh, vets out there that um, want to step forward, and call us on that number and tell us that you're interested in participating in that, then we will see what we can do, or Deb will, and see what the Chuck and Deb Show can do in order to help you get out there and learn how to ride. Absolutely. So I'm excited about that. We've got lots of opportunity. And with that, I will kind of cut to the 22 Kills program partnered with JP Cycles um, in order to provide the wind therapy program. Yep, this is just a little video. Well, actually, uh, we're taking audio. some audio off uh, the promotion that JP Cycle did for 22 Kill. Yep, here you go. Hey, I'm Jake Schick. I'm the CEO of 22 Kill. Unfortunately, in our country, we lose between 20 and 22 veterans a day by their own hand. Our mission at 22 Kill is to empower warriors and first responders and their families to not only live, but live well. That's why we've developed programs such as this weekend's program having to do with wind therapy. The idea behind getting these warriors into the wind and getting them on bikes is to introduce them to a whole new community. A significant portion of the motorcycle community supports 22 Kill. So through JMB Cycles and our partnership, we're gonna be following these warriors through the weekend. My name is Sean Cummings and I served in the United States Air Force for two and a half years. My name is Stacey Ann Sykes. I served in the Army for six my name's Matt Raley. I served uh, in the United States Marine Corps. Chandler Walker, United States Marine Corps. When I was introduced to 22 Kill, just like all the other guys that get out of service, 
they have a hard time transitioning. 22 Kill came to me because of a good friend of mine that I grew up with, and it's something that me and my family both have gotten behind and supported. I heard about 22 Kill a few years ago on social media. I have a fear of motorcycles. I fell off one a long time ago, and I haven't been back on one since. I was introduced to 22 Kill through Tanya Mack. That's what's got me here to do this motorcycle class. About to go this afternoon and get on the motorcycle for the first time since falling. 22 Kill started not only for the veteran suicide count, but also set up an outreach program to, to help them with that transition. What I'm hoping to get from this weekend and these, these classes is understanding of how to ride, what sort of benefits come out of riding, and what I hear is wind therapy. I notice there's a, a great community here in town and all across the nation among veteran riders, and uh, I think that that's it's really something special I like to get involved. A lot of guys, they lose touch with the reality that one day their problems will go away. Well, it doesn't work like that. You have to find some therapeutic release in this world. 22 Kill is finding that wind therapy is the most therapeutic way you can do it. My name is Leroy Thompson. I've been teaching rider education for nearly 26 years now. Started teaching this when I was in the service myself. Being around the dealership and hearing about this program is an amazing thing. Truly something that I think that has been missed in the past and it's good to see it come to light now. When I get on my bike and go riding and I can get on the road and get on some backcountry roads and I got the wind in my face and I don't have nothing else to think about, I like to think that these guys that are getting out on their bikes and riding have that opportunity to, to, to leave things behind and just focus on the road ahead of them. Wasn't that fantastic? Hey, listen, I mean, if anybody's been on a bike, they can they can know exactly what they're talking about in this video and how just getting out in the wind and experiencing the ride. And the ride for me is all about freedom. And I believe that our veterans are going to be able to understand or anybody who's interested in getting out there and getting their ride on is going to find out what true freedom is all about. And that's our hashtag finding true freedom. So as, as a kind of a late bloomer in the motorcycling industry, I, I found it about 10 years, a little over 10 years ago myself. And um, it is a freedom like you've never experienced before. It's just amazing the smells, the Visuals. freedom, the visual concepts that you can't capture while you're in behind a wheel of a car. Sounds. The sounds of things. It's just amazing what that true freedom is all about. And again, depending upon your environment, and your culture, um, we've lived in mountain country and I know that that mountain riding is very different than our flat line riding, um, flat, la flat land riding, if mm -hmm. you will. But we, you know, right now we choose to live in a place where there's strawberries um, in certain times of growth, um, orange blossoms in certain times of growth and all of those scents, smells aromas um, are different experiences is that depending upon the time of the year, it just brings a different and concept just, of freedom to you and it just adds so much to the ride because you're just out there and really you know when you're out there everybody knows that rides it, the ride is what it's all about experiencing the ride and of course the destination is wonderful too but it's about getting on and just experiencing the ride and just going for it and there's a lot to take in i mean we can go on and on about it i think we've gone on enough about it uh, but you know for us we love to ride. We love to get out and ride. We wish we could do more riding. That's how much we love to ride. And one of my favorite stories is we came home from a ride. We're sitting at the kitchen table and Deb just sort of sitting there and she goes, she started saying, I just love to ride. <laughs> and she started crying. She started that? crying because she just love to ride. ride and that's when you know it's from real that's that's when you know it's from the heart when you actually feel it in your body and your soul that what riding's all about because it does give you that ultimate sense of freedom that you'll never find anywhere else you're not going to find it in a cage what do we talk about when you're talking about cagers in their cage we're talking about when you're just riding around your car your vehicle um, you're just not going to find that same sense of freedom that you're going to find in an automobile now maybe in a convertible I don't know. Uh, it might come might, close, might be, might but it's not really the same thing. It might be in a spider or some of those other things they got out there. Sure enough. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, but we like it on two wheels. Uh, two or three. I'll give it three wheelers. That yeah, we go for concept. the three wheelers so too. 
the idea is you're completely open, you're completely vulnerable, you are out there in the elements, and you know what, bring it on is my philosophy. And quite honestly, that's part of what this show is all about. It's about the ride, but it's also about how the ride relates to life. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, riding a motorcycle can be highly related to everything that you do in your life. Deb, you know what? You're not prepared for this. And this is what I love about doing this show. So, you know, you're this big shot rider coach, right? Right. Yeah. Not. So why don't you tell us what is one of the things that maybe people need to understand about riding, especially when they're starting off and they're coming to your your train? Is there something that they should have or know about before they come to your train that will help them be successful? Man, that's a tough and loaded question. Well, I like question. tough and loaded questions. I know. You gave it to me today for sure. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. but, but just think about it. You know, so somebody's coming in. They're new. They've never ridden before. And it happens a lot, right? Because you get a lot of, yeah. a lot of um, uh, females in, a lot of females, ladies in. Yeah. And uh, a lot of them, a new lot of riders. times, they're new riders. And a lot of times they're there because their boyfriend or husband who rides wants them to learn how to ride, right? Right. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we've been there. I mean, that's, that's why you it. ride today. No, not. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Who bought you a motorcycle so you can I learn know. how to ride? I, and what I, was that motorcycle, by the it, way? That 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 motorcycle was like the most beautiful. It was the beautiful purple, purple. Yamaha Virago, Virago. Virago. Oh, and it man. was 535. It was a beautiful motorcycle. I will never ever in my lifetime forget that motorcycle because it was a beautiful, bike. Was a beautiful I love the bike myself. I would love I really to have did. it today. I'd love to have it today as well. So here's the deal. So yes, female riders come in. And, and then this doesn't have to. I don't riders. want it to relate to just there, the females, and two, I apologize for maybe no. if that's the way it sounded. But. There, there are two things that I would recommend to riders. First of all, if you're interested or thinking about attending a rider's course, the one thing that gets most riders initially is the concept of the clutch by the left hand. That, that physical mentality of using that left hand like you've never used it before. And many of the initial skills are very clutch-based. It's, it's clutch throttle control, as we call it. So if you can prepare prior to the class with a tennis ball or an exercise ball or something to prepare that clutch hand and those muscles uh, to on the realize left hand, on the left because hand. Because most people are right-handed dominant. True, but the clutch is always on the left hand. Right. So the so idea that's even, is that your, your that's left right. hand is even weaker. So that clutch hand needs to really get the exercise that it's not used to having. So whether it's a tennis ball, a dog's toy, or something. Dog's toy? Well, Where do you come up with this stuff? I don't know, something. Wee, wee, wee. Can you guys hear the dog toy right now? Beep, 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 beep. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's something to exercise those muscles of that arm and that hand that you're not used to using. So that's number one. But secondly, I think most important of all is the mindset. Because many times I see writers come into or student writers come in because someone told them to or suggested they do. And they're not so sure about this whole concept of writing, but they really think it might be a good idea. The The idea is fantastic. And every writer that wants to learn, I am the first person to be your advocate to say, let's go, let's get it done. But I think what's important about mindset is you've got to have the mindset and I, often in my classes, I refer to it as a ninja, a ninja mindset, because think about the ninja. A ninja is stealthy. They're skilled. They've got this expertise, knowledge, and... Um, well, can they ride motorcycles? No. Oh, you know, they can, actually. I've seen them in some movies. <laughs> the ninjas on the motorcycles. Yes. I can't remember what that movie is, but those are yeah, on the ninjas jixers. do ride those cart rockets. They're jixers, but yeah, I get it. So <laughs> the idea is, though, is that the ninja didn't start off being a ninja, and a rider never starts off being a uh, an expert rider either. So... You know, most people need to give themselves a break mentally and realize that it's a process of learning that they'll get to, but yet, you know, just come in with an open mind and be willing to learn because there's so much about learning to ride that's just an amazing experience. And and really, truly, if you take a motorcycle safety foundation course, which is all that I'm familiar with and I can only speak on, is that they have done such an excellent job of creating the foundation from the very basics all the way to a more advanced knowledge skill is that you know, they've done a great job of creating just step-by-step approach and process to learning how to ride. And it's just almost people get to get out of the course and they're just like, Oh my gosh, Deb, you're so amazing. And I go, no, no, no. It has nothing to do with Deb, the rider coach. It has everything to do with motorcycle safety foundations program 
of a program to ride. So. Well, I think the coach does have a little bit to do with it. Might I mean, you could little. be stiff and boring, and I'm not sure they'd be thanking you at the same time. I mean, you do try to liven it up with the little ninja toys that you hand out and the different things. That, what do you use, pipe cleaners or something no, like I that? I do. Keep what do you use pipe cleaners for? Well, Is that to strengthen the little forearm? No, not at all. That's a, that's No. It's a whole, you've got to attend to figure that out. So I'm not going to give all my secrets well, away. Well, I'll give all your secrets no, away. I've I never attended. I know, but you've got to come to my class. Again, if you're interested in learning how to ride, I am here as a rider coach to help you in every step of the way. So be sure to reach out to us at the Chuck and Deb show. Um, my voice is obviously yeah, going. Demi's I, losing it. Demi's, <clears throat> Demi's back in. So Welcome nine, back, Demi. Yeah, thank you. 941216ROCK and let us know. I will guide you in the right way to know how to actually schedule to attend a course. So, Well, that's real good, Deb. Now, you know, why don't you take a drink while I just talk here for a moment because I'm going to throw you back on here because what you're talking about is you're saying somebody needs to go out, strengthen their their left arm, which is where the clutch is. And believe me, the clutch that you guys use out there on, the, on those things, uh, nothing compared to the clutch that I have, believe me. <laughs> and if you don't believe me, come try mine. All right. Anyway, that's just bragging a little bit, but not really. The whole idea here is my point is, is that Deb's right. You got to get you got to get physically fit in some ways. And actually, believe it or not, riding a bike does get you physically fit. It actually uses a lot of your core. I mean, there's times that if we haven't ridden in a while, and we go for a long ride, we get off the bike and we are sore. OK, so don't tell me that by sitting on a motorcycle, you're not getting some kind of exercise. I believe your core is at work and I believe a lot of other things are at work as well. So if you need to get out exercise, go out and set, get yourself a motorcycle. Tell them the Chuck and Deb show sent you. But let's go back. So get that that left hand, that forearm going uh, by squeezing some kind of ball, tennis ball. I don't think so. They got those little stress balls out. You'll probably buy those and use those. You don't want to use a doggy toy because that'll drive a lot of people crazy, I do believe. <laughs> and then the other thing is, which is just as, as important, and I, I appreciate that Deb gave you two tips there. One was a physical tip and the other, other was a mental tip. And the mental tip is probably the biggest tip of all. And I believe what it comes down to is being able to visualize yourself completing the test completing each and every exercise as you're instructed to do, as you've practiced to do, and visualizing that you've completed it per per perfectly. Now, I can't speak perfectly, but I can envision things as perfect as I possibly can. So why not get the right mindset? If you have any urge whatsoever to ride, go out and ride. If you want to re-bring up your skills, the advanced rider courses they have out there, and you want to do those as well, I've done that, and those are great courses also. Demi, is your voice back? My voice is back a little bit. So absolutely, physical skill, mental skill, and the concept of riding is all about those joining together. So, you know, again, as Chuck has mentioned in the past, all of riding is about these multiple mechanisms working at the same time. So the best thing you can do moving forward is practicing that mental and physical skills together. And, and again, preparing ahead of time is going to do nothing more than setting you up for success, which is all that I want to do in the course is make sure that you're prepared for success. Now, Deb, you're just this badass, and I think I can say this on the radio, you're just this badass biker chick, aren't you? No. What? No, 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 not me. Oh, come on now. I, I find that hard to believe. I mean, you've never had any incidents happen. You've never had any embarrassed moments. You've never had to learn the hard way or anything like that, have you? Oh, my goodness. If you only... Well, you were there. So, you know, firsthand my embarrassing moments, a couple of them, but I'm going to only share one today. We had been on a, a long day ride out to the Cabbage Festival. Is that right? The No, it was uh, the Cabbage Palm oh. Festival down oh. South Florida. I can't believe you can't remember the name of it. I think it's Cabbage Palm. Okay. Yeah. So the idea it was an it was a long morning ride. We got there mid afternoon. The, the, I like it. She's got to build in. It was a long, long morning ride. Make sure you get that part down because that plays a part in it. <laughs> well, and I think I, even at that time I was riding the Sportster. You were on the Sportster, and I love my Sportster, which I still have today in my garage, and I love that motorcycle. It's a beautiful motorcycle, and so. Um, we had done this very long ride. A long ride. Exhausting ride. And um, we finally got to the festival. 23 minutes. <laughs> no, <laughs> hours, several hours. 
And we finally got to the festival and we're parking the motorcycles in this treed, grassed, leaf fallen, covered place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I am backing my nice Sportster. So, up. what does that mean, backing your nice Sportster motors? What is yeah. it back? How do you back up a motorcycle? Well, you know, I put it in neutral, and then I've got my legs to power it in reverse because there's no reverse mechanism of the so motorcycle. You're, you're basically backing into a, back a, parking into a parking space, and you're, you're using your legs while you you're on the bike on the grass in the leaves under shade and exhausted. And exhausted after 23 minutes. No, several hours. I told you that. All right, whatever. So sure enough, in slow motion, that motorcycle starts to go down, go fall to the left. I I can see it as it was yesterday. It starts to fall to the left, slow motion. And there's nothing I can do to stop it from falling to the ground. And was it that horrible? No. (laughs) (laughs) It was always more embarrassing than the actual deed, right? And, of course, I had five or six people. Oh, my gosh, are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. Let's get the motorcycle up and put the stand down and get the puck down and all that stuff. But absolutely was an embarrassing moment. And I think you were featured that week in some news thing that went out to make sure everybody knew about it. I don't know about that. No, not even. I'm pretty sure about it. It was like the Chuck and Deb show live or something i think it was like deb laid her bike down or something crazy but no 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 no. but those are those are the kind of things that are going to happen it's just something that you don't plan for you know and you've got to be careful that's the thing about being on a motorcycle you've got to know every little thing that could cause a situation and we all know that motorcycles are risky there's no doubt about it Uh, When you get on one, you know what the risk is. And if you don't, you need to check yourself, okay? Because there is a risk when you get on a motorcycle. I mean, it could be a simple leaf like Deb's talking about. Whenever I see leaves or even uh, pine needles, I even saw something on Facebook the other day where somebody unfortunately had an incident and uh, there was blown grass on the street and that caused a problem. Uh, You can even, and this has happened to me, where you can actually slide on the painted lines on the road if they're wet. Now, in some cases, uh, you know, maybe they have sand in them or whatnot, but you have to be careful on every aspect of the road. And you've got to have your wits about you. You've got to be be paying attention about everything that's around you. And it is really a very um, mind, I don't want to say game, but it's just... You're, you're in your mind, but you're out of your mind. <laughs> so thank you for letting me bring that story up. Um, absolutely. That's, uh, we'll have more to share, I'm sure. Well, because, I don't know. Okay, me, maybe. Well, but, you don't have a whole lot more to share. There's no, not a lot. I mean, really, you've done quite well over the years. I have, but it's it's a pleasure. And, and that's the thing. There's the smallest little aspect in the writing world can totally change the dynamic of being a good writer, safe writer, to something happening. And I think that that's what all of us writers in the writing community have to be present of is that it's a, there's a lot of moving parts to this whole concept of being a writer. And it's, you know, for me that day, I, I look back and I go fatigue was it. I was exhausted. My legs were not able to support me. If even if I had slipped on a leaf, if I was in the right physical condition, I would have been able to hold my motorcycle up. And so I, I think back to that time and go, okay, so what worked? What did, and again, this is I, coming I back to the mind When you slip on a leaf and you don't have proper footing, there's no strength that will hold you up. I'm sorry. I, I totally agree. I totally agree with that. So making sure I'm at my my your foundation, premium, everything there. You got to kick the leaves away, get right, plant your foot down, and make sure you got a solid foundation, just like Cor- everything. Correct. Else. So I've got to be on my game every step of the way as a rider. That's a little bit different and, than and maybe su- some such as life as well. That's right. We're going to keep so, coming back to this because writing can equate to your life. Absolutely. You can equate them both to their life. So I think we're about running out of time. Unfortunately, we're really just feeling like we're getting started. I'm really loving having Demi in the studio with us today. So with that, I will say that be sure to check out the Chuck and Deb show via podcast on iTunes. If you haven't yet Googled on your phone. Pick up your phone. And say Google well, Chuck and Deb. Yeah. Uh, play, podcast. play the Chuck and Deb podcast. Well, All right. 
There you go. See, it actually works. I don't know if you caught that, but you can actually say that to your phone. So there you go. Put it into your phone right now. Go ahead and play. Whoops, it's playing. <laughs> Obviously. Oh, maybe your phone started playing as well. So you can also catch us on Podbean and Facebook Live. We'll iTunes. be happy to reach you there. Um, don't, don't also, if you enjoy YouTube. We got we got to get them out I there. Check out some YouTube. of our YouTube videos. There's a 360 video we got out there from uh, writing on A1A. It was yes. pretty cool and some other things. Super cool. So check out Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy, where hairdressing is our passion. Your spotlight experience begins with a hands-on, learn-by-doing approach. A true salon experience. We create entrepreneurial hairdressers with endless opportunities. Financial aid available for those who qualify. Got a creative flair. A passion for people? A desire to be a leader in the fashion industry? Then call our Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy in Colorado Springs, Colorado at 719-390-9898. Again that number is 719-390-9898 or visit www.coloradosprings.tonaguy.edu. To learn more about our school in Kerdalen, Idaho, call 208-930-1276. Again, that number is 208-930-1276 or visit www.curdaline.tonaguy.edu. You know a career in beauty is right for you. Now choose the cosmetology school that puts the spotlight on you. Attend the Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy. You've been listening to The Chuck and Deb Show, as featured on 1490 WWPR AM. Visit them online at chuckanddebshow.com.